and welcome to LSH Talks, a podcast hosting important conversations within the property sector. During the first season of this podcast, I will be speaking to women working within the commercial property network, shining the spotlight on a handful of talented females working within the sector. In this episode, I will be speaking with Asya Mohammed, Director of the Office Advisory Team for LSH in Glasgow. Hi there, I'm Asya. I'm a Chartered Surveyor with Lambert Smithampton in Glasgow. I am a director of Office Advisory and I head up the team in Scotland. So at what point did you decide that you wanted to become a chartered surveyor and what did that journey for you look like? I actually got into surveying when I did a week's work experience in my fourth year at school. I went to the Glasgow City Council Assessors Department and the assessors obviously dealing with rates and retail values and that kind of thing and I spent a week with them after I finished my week I thought I kind of really am interested in this and interested in finding out a little bit more because my week hasn't consisted of being stuck in an office I have been out and I've looked at shops and I've looked at residential properties so there was nothing really at that stage that I was thinking about what I wanted to do so I sought out university prospectuses I was only 15 16 at the time and basically just went about getting my grades to get to university to do the property course and it's that is how it came about it's fell into it. I think that's both really incredible and interesting to hear that you stumbled into it age 15 and knew that it was the thing that you wanted to do so kind of went for it and took a bit of a leap of faith that must have given you a whole wave of confidence in order to be pushing for this career that you knew you wanted so badly yeah yeah and the people that I worked with at the time they were very supportive as well and, and they actually they sought some information for me and they um yeah they, they just kind of talked me through it and they did give me quite a bit of responsibility that week I think that they could sense that I was getting quite into it I remember speaking to my father about it at the time who was very very surprised that I was looking into property um, and I think in his mind given that he had property at the time it was a very white male dominated industry and I think that he whilst my parents have supported all their children and what we've wanted to do I think my dad was a bit hesitant because of the perception that he had of the market and of the property market at that time but he was the one that took me down to my university interview and was there when I when I was accepted. So whereabouts did you attend university? It was the University of Paisley, which is just uh, out, out with Glasgow. Um, that was renowned for its property course. It was land economics, but then it changed to BSc real estate management. And when you speak to a lot of my peer group and my group above me, um, the generations of surveyors above me, they all went to the University of Paisley. That is where the course was done. It then became part of the business school. Um, They don't do it anymore, but Aberdeen, Glasgow University and Caledonian Universities in in Scotland have, have picked up the course now. As we've previously touched upon, I can only imagine that there were a lot of difficulties that you must have come into being an Asian woman trying to get into a white male dominated industry. Yes, there was. Um, there was something, something that I think actually a realisation that came to me many years after this actually happened was the land economics course at University of Paisley. They, it's two years and then you do a sandwich year, you do a placement, so you go out to work. And it actually took me 
despite the fact that in the previous year I had sought summer internship work with a surveying firm, it actually took me quite a few months to even get an interview for my placement. And when I look back now, I, I do think that it might be because the firms didn't know who or what Anasia Mohammed was. Because I, I think I am the first Asian female <clears throat> charter surveyor in Scotland at that time. <clears throat> I, have, I think that there have been some more after, but certainly at the, the time when I qualified and I became chartered, I was certainly the first or one of the first you know, an Asian person, Asian female with a Pakistani heritage to become chartered. But thankfully, I got my break when I was in my, my year out and um, I was taken on by a firm and that just snowballed everything that, that, you know, that 14 months of my placement and then getting my graduate job and then just, you know, taking it from there. So I'm, I'm so grateful to have had that opportunity in my placement and the fact that they took a chance on me. I think it's really remarkable to hear that you couldn't see yourself represented amongst anybody who was working within the industry, but you knew that it was the place for you and you knew it was what you wanted to do. Instead, you pushed and really worked hard and against all of the obstacles that came up against you. Do you have any advice for other women who are perhaps trying to get to a similar place to you in your career about how they can start out or what tips you would perhaps give them? First and foremost, they need to be 100, 100% sure that this is what they want to do. You know, if that is that they want to do the property and if they want a career in property, then they need to be absolutely certain that this is what they want to do and they need to set out a career path. And, you know, even put timelines against their path and their goals and that kind of thing. I would just advise that they need to just keep strong, keep determined, don't be emotional, don't be aggressive, but be firm and be nice with it. And if you listen to any other interviews or read any interviews that I've done in the past, something that I've always said to describe myself is that, yes, I'm firm and I'm determined and I can be aggressive, but I will always be pleasant and nice with it because that doesn't cost anything. And I think sometimes, in fact, not sometimes, more often than not, a woman can come across as being emotional and that is something that really annoys me it's not being emotional it's just trying to stand up and fight for your rights and to show your worth and what you're capable of and to be noticed as well so my advice is first and foremost make sure that this is what you want to do and set a timeline set your goals and and be firm with it and just keep going just keep fighting but don't do it in such a manner that you're going to come across as, as aggressive or difficult or hard work. You know, be noticed, but be noticed in a positive light. I think that's a really wonderful piece of advice in order to really try and make way in the industry is that you want to be kind, but at the same time, you don't want to be walked over. Do you think that the opportunities for women has changed over the course of your career within the industry? And do you think it's still as hard to try and break into the industry as a female in 2021? I do think that the industry has gotten better. Yes, since I started out, I am seeing more and more females come through the graduate schemes um, and come into the industry. Um, there's still not enough. I look at other professions such as um, law, for example, or 
even like healthcare, like pharmacy and that kind of thing, there's a lot more females that kind of gravitate towards those types of profession, maybe even accountancy. Um, I think that property has always been regarded as a very strong male-dominated industry. And I, I do think it's changed, but I think it needs to be changed further. And I think it needs to go into the schools and there need to be career days into secondary schools and there needs to be more advertising of property and the profession and that actually it's not just general practice surveying I do agency so it's not just agency but there are a lot of different elements of property that one can actually get into it can be construction it can be architect it can be engineering it you know there's there's so many possibilities that are to do with property including general practice surveying as well. I was originally going to ask you whether you had a plan B and whether there was anything you could have imagined yourself falling into however starting age 15 with work experience I can imagine that this was then the only thing you wanted to do so I guess you didn't really have a plan B or is that not the case? Yeah do you know this is going to sound very left field actually and I have I, I say this a lot to people. I think that if it hadn't been this, it would have been teaching. I know that is so left field. It would have been like primary teaching or secondary. And I think that's maybe because I would be able to put my personality across that I would be mentoring, my mentoring and teaching and uh, learning. I think that's the only other thing I may have considered doing there wasn't really anything else but I think it's because at 15 I found what I wanted to do which is very very young and it's so young but I just thought "Mm, this is what I fancy doing so I just got into it but if it hadn't been for surveying I think it might have been a teaching role or something. We previously touched on your placement year and how you did a sandwich within your degree so when did your journey start with LSH and how did the company play a role in your further development as a professional? 99-2000 that was with DTZ so I did 14 months there. Uh, When I graduated I worked for a firm called Chesterton. Uh, I was there for three years. I then moved to Knight Frank um, for three years. This was all in Glasgow Um, and in a year or so into Night Frank, the two bosses that I had, mentors that had recruited me at Night Frank, left to go to Lambert Smithampton and they recruited me at Lambert Smithampton a couple of years after they moved. Um, so I went to join them. Been with LSH since 2006 and I joined as an associate, which, and I was only 26, and I think it was quite young to join as an associate but the market was different then and that's what they needed for their team Um, I think perhaps I was probably more senior surveyor almost associate level when I was recruited but certainly that's that's the level that I had gone in that and they felt confident to give me that title and that was fine over the years the team that I started with at LSH has all left and moved on and I guess over the past kind of 15 years or so I've been the constant at LSH and the agency team and I've just worked my way up to get to the position that I'm in now and one of the challenges I guess was when six seven years ago whilst I was still associate and the the head of the team left moved on somewhere else I was kind of left myself and 
with a smaller team to deal with agency for LSH in Glasgow to deal with all the clients and everything like that which was it was a lot of pressure I was going through a lot personally at the time as well but I just rolled up my sleeves and I just got on with it and I remember speaking with a couple of people a couple of senior directors in LSH this was just before I guess I was working my way up to becoming director and I said that you know you have been considering recruiting a new head of department or a head of agency why don't you just invest in me and make me head of agency and I remember saying it at the time thinking crikey what are these words that are coming out of your mouth here and is this something that you're going to be able to do and see through and I and I just thought well do you know why not let's give this a go and they did take a chance on me and in 2016 I was promoted to director and I am the first female director in LSH Scotland ever. I personally think that is just so inspiring to reach out and say you're looking for this person why don't you just put your faith in me take a chance and see if I'm the perfect fit for what you're looking for I think that takes a particular type of person to do that and to have that confidence about you too. I mean don't get me wrong I went through a whole director's interview and I felt like I was doing my APC again for when I became chartered and I had to do a presentation and there was questions and there was a, 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 there was um, teamwork etc and I, I actually kind of walked out just feeling so exhausted thinking do I want this <laughs> but I think I was just so exhausted with the day because I had to travel down to Manchester to do it and everything um, and then I was I was told that I got it and it, it, it was a great feeling it was um, and yes it's wonderful to have been the first female director in Scotland um, however there was a part of me that felt quite sad that it took until 2016 for that to happen um, but perhaps that wasn't an LSH thing and it was more an industry thing because the females that had been LSH with me had perhaps they'd already moved on they'd reached a certain level and they'd moved on to another opportunity or what have you they didn't they didn't wait it out to find out where their career was going to go within the firm they took another opportunity and that was that was fine um I guess with me I just kind of stuck it out and uh yeah just fought for what I believed in and it all paid off as well that must be just the most brilliant feeling knowing that you worked so hard for something and it all paid off at the end final question because I think this is a nice one to end on but what do you think success looks like I think for success for me personally is the endurance and the patience over so many years to get to where I have got to for example up until that 2016 of becoming the director that was perseverance and patience and I think that if you can be patient and persevere that's success if you just stick it out for something that you believe in and if you believe that it is going to come good for you if you're certainly being assured that it's going to come good for you then that is what success looks like and I think that success as well for me personally was that when I was promoted and stepped into the director role it just changed my perspective on how I looked at my career, at work, at life. Um, it gave me a renewed confidence within myself. And I think that that, in it, that that was a success and that actually just to be able to go out there 
and to prove my worth I think that in itself is success as well I do a lot for LSH UK for the firm um, I'm very involved in the diversity and inclusion committee steering group um, I'm also on the office um, division panel I think that to be recognised and to be asked to join these two panels, so to speak, I think I think that's success. I guess when your opinion is being called upon and asked for in a group setting, that feels like success. And, you know, success for me also at the end of a month when a deal is done and ringing that little imaginary deal bell in my head, that's success. When you, when you get a deal over the line, the market has been very challenging over the past year, um, as everybody knows. Um, but no matter how small or big a transaction, um, you, I still do get excited about it because it's just the thrill of doing a deal, any deal. To find out more, please visit lsh.co.uk.